with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. A mix of sun and cloud today and that smoke is sticking around. A high of 25 degrees. Hundreds of wildfires burning in B.C. have set off a declaration of a state of emergency by their provincial government. A thick blanket of smoke from the fires has covered all but the northwest corner of the province. The declaration will ensure that federal, provincial and local resources can be delivered in a coordinated response to protect the public. Yeah, and you just want to send your best wishes and thoughts out to all the first responders that are working so hard to keep everything everybody's safe and keep those things contained and you're seeing some of the pictures right now i mean they're deep in the forest and drinking out of streams and just trying to stay hydrated and it's just you feel for them right now because it's it's non-stop it's crazy i mean i was watching global news yesterday and they were mentioning that here people were talking about how bad it is and then they said but we also have to remember we are literally thousands of kilometers away from some of these wildfires. How bad is it actually in the state where where it's actually burning? Well, six adults were injured after a horse-drawn carriage tipped over at Fort Edmonton Park yesterday morning. One suffered serious injuries while the rest are in stable condition. The park has suspended all animal-related activities while they investigate the incident. And today is the perfect day for a teen burger. Burgers to Beat MS at A&W is on today and you are invited to join one of their delicious teen burgers all while helping out the community two dollars from every burger sold will go to ms uh, research in the society here in canada now did you know women are most affected by ms in fact three times more than men here in canada one one in 385 canadians are living with a condition and we have one of the highest rates in the world i have a very close family friend of Sam's who lives here in the city, has MS, has for a long time. So this is very near and dear to my heart. I encourage everybody to go and get a teen burger. It's delicious. And it helps. <laughs> and one of my best friends, he is about to be married to his fiance, and she's had MS since she was about 17. She Holy was smokes. She was an Olympic athlete, almost an Olympic level speed skater. And just to watch her give back, and she does a lot of those rides for MS and the bike yeah. for MS tour and things like that. It's an incredible community. And, and yeah, take part in today. Grab a teen burger and it's the least we do, can do your part because they're, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really important cause. The easiest thing to eat a burger. <laughs> Get too. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about strange breakfasts after Jack, you had yourself a little mm. delightful treat on your birthday morning on Monday. I sure did. I had a smoky, which is a leftover <laughs> smoky too. Like you didn't yeah. fire up the grill at four a.m. But uh, today's one of those days where you don't have to worry about the weird breakfast. It's not weird to anybody to get a teen burger for breakfast. Just ask Norm, who just texts one zero three nine three nine. Yeah, it's all for a good cause. He texts in and says, "Good morning. We just got two teen burgers on the way to work, helping out one yummy, yummy bite at a time." D- they're selling them this hour. Well, Do sure. they sell them twenty four seven dinner on uh, on a day like today? Absolutely. I mean, like this is a game changer for today, and not only for the rest of my life as well. <laughs> I walked <laughs> nice. in today, and Matt's always a little sleepy when we walk in together. And I was like, "Does does it make your day better knowing that you're going to get a teen burger in a couple of hours?" And his li- his eyes just lit up. A He's like, more "Yes." Yeah. His step. There's rumors that some may be heading to the studio soon. There's rumors that Matt's already salivating. But if you don't have time to go grab a teen burger right now, I know you will later. At least we can wake you up with Country Thunder tickets we'll take callers 789 right now we'll play don't blow it for everybody just trust two strangers it's not that hard you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast greg jack and matt for two more days you got me for two more days and then papa sheets is back oh yay! yay 
Yay. Another smoky day. Watch out. I know it's not as bad as yesterday right now, but later on this afternoon, Jack, you said the, the smoke index, the health index, the air index is going to get back to a 10, which is the highest level. Yes, it was 10 uh, yesterday as well as into overnight. This morning, I'm just checking it now, but it was around 4 or 5, but it is going to get back up there. If you missed out on your country thunder tickets, we just played Don't Blow It for Everyone. And congratulations to Darren, Karen, and Nicole. You can win yours at 710 this morning. Matt, you always say, what am I going to do when I get fired? Not if, but when. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a plan for you. You can make $20 an hour uh, being somebody's kid's Fortnite coach. Ooh. Uh, the problem is, is I've never played Fortnite. But it's the, biggest, study up. it's the biggest game on the planet, without a doubt. No questions asked. I asked Dallas Smith, because Dallas Smith plays it a lot, apparently. Oh, I watch really? his, Yeah, I watch his Insta stories, and I said, man, just teach me how to play. And he says, no. It's, it's hard <laughs> to learn. It's so hard to learn. If you've never heard of this game before, basically there's 100 people on this one game mat, map, and, it, and eventually the square gets smaller and smaller that you spend the time in, and there will be one winner. The way you're going around shooting each other, and you can build buildings, and you can get weapons and stuff like that. It's 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 crazy. The way it works in my mind, and I've never played it, but I really want to learn how to play it. I need a Fortnite coach for $20 an hour, is I basically equate it to the Hunger Games for a video game. Exactly. That's exactly oh, what it is. yeah, okay. Right? Got that kind of makes more sense in my brain. So, But this is a real thing. Parents are paying these Fortnite coaches to come in, teach their kids how to be really, really good, and that is sort of their new thing. Instead of getting them guitar lessons or piano lessons or putting them into hockey, it's like, no, we got you a Fortnite coach. So Thursdays. what's the payoff? Why would it be good for a kid to be well, good at they it? They said two things. They said, one, it's... It's a whole social issue. Like, if you go in oh, and you're okay. bad at Fortnite, nobody wants oh, to hang out with you. But yeah. if you go in Ripped. and you're like, oh, I got it in the Battle Royale, I won, then you're kind of part of the cool kids. So that's one of I the things it. which, I mean, whatever. I wasn't good at hockey and I was still able to hang out with the hockey people. So, But now you can make money if you're good at video games. And that's the second thing. So now video games can be a career. Esports is like one of the biggest things trending right now. And there's arenas being built, just like movie theaters where you can go watch people play video what? games against each other. Yeah. They're huge. Uh, they're going to be in the Olympics eventually. Mark my words. Oh my goodness. It's true. <laughs> Wait till your daughter is a professional StarCraft She's going to be so good at it. I better get her lessons. As a parent, would you do this? You're the only one in the room that has a voice here. If she loved it, then yes, I would. Really? Yeah, I no. would. Yeah. What it's if it was true. me as the coach? No. What about soon to be dad? <laughs> what about soon to be dad, Matt? Would you get your your upcoming kid lessons in video games if it, they wanted to? It depends. <laughs> They're there's booked so already. Many, there's so <laughs> no many variables. Of course, he's got a coach. He's living with the coach. <laughs> a coach of any game. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We were talking a little bit about these the the new craze for parents is getting their kids Fortnite coaches, which I get. And I would do that for my kid. One, yeah. I love video games, so I'd want to learn too. It's like <laughs> I'd be one. sitting in on the practice a little bit. <laughs> but there's a supervise. phrase that all gamers use when you start a game and you're not you're not like doing well. Newbie. No. Oh. You are a newbie, yes. But they all set, tell other people the only way you're gonna do any good is get good. So just go get good. That is the so worst that, advice I've ever heard thing. in my entire life. You just gotta life. get good. You oh. just gotta play lost. The only way to get good is to get good. That get good, but they spell they spell it weird. I don't know. It's G I T and then G O. Oh, like get get good, <laughs> get, good. Get, get good. Now here's the thing: you can vote on in our on our Insta story at Kiss and Country whether or not you would 
get your kid a Fortnite coach or a video game coach in general because it is a viable career. Now you can go on to make a bunch of money in esports. Yeah. But it is also one of those things that maybe you'd be wasting your money on because we all took lessons in something that we hated and then quit <laughs> pretty quickly after. What was that for you? What did your parents sign you up for? Guitar, piano, soccer, and you got a coach and you signed up for this thing and you absolutely hated it. You can text us at 103939 or call 780-421-1039. Um... I think that I tried everything. That doesn't <laughs> surprise me. Did, nothing really stuck from like rhythm gymnastics, ballet. I did like some bike riding thing. Just dancing? No, no. What? Bike riding? Skating. Well, I was worried about the bike riding know. too. What were you doing? Did you have Soccer. one of those aerodynamic helmets? <laughs> I think I did. One of those like spandex suits? I don't know. Like my parents, I was in something new like every summer, and but nothing really stuck. Took was getting pictures taken of yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, modeling really stuck. That's the part you loved out of every because you have to <laughs> you have to have there. your picture for everything, right? Every you guys, you don't just stand there. There is a lot of skill. <laughs> I know. I'm sure, Matt. What did you quit? Much like Jack, I tried a lot of things. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The worst would probably be the piano lessons. I begged and begged and begged my parents to put me in piano lessons. I, I don't really? know. Really? Yeah. And they got a piano, put me in lessons, and I was like, I thought I was going to be Beethoven the instant I sat down. Of course. And it was not the case. So I quit that post haste. Can you do the one with your knuckles and go, chopsticks? Still in my repertoire, for sure. Oh, see, you did learn something. That's good. Well, Greg, you look like a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice of you. Thank you so much. I think the, the one thing I started and hated and quit real fast was soccer. The one thing I didn't realize about soccer, I was in hockey. My dad was like, let's do soccer in the summer. It's going to be so much fun. And he signs me up for soccer. I'm like, man, you have to run a lot. So I was, oh, like, yeah. I was like the flower picking kid. And one summer and I was basically done. Too cardiovascular intense. You know what a great sport for you kids who don't want to run is? Baseball. What if you hit it? Then you have to run. Just hit a dinger. Oh, that's another another one I quit. I I, I think I might be the only kid to always strike out in coach pitch, which was basically they would like hand you the ball and you could hit it. (laughs) And I just kept striking out. I was just horrific at it. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know, sometimes you get signed up for something as a kid because your parents think, oh, you're going to be a great piano player, only to realize two weeks in, you hate it and you quit. Or you stick it out, but every time you got to go to that piano lesson or soccer practice, you are gritting your teeth, you're complaining, you're whining. You're sick. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I have another tummy ache. I can't go. What were you signed up for as a kid that you either quit or just hated? This texture says, thanks guys for the chuckle this morning about baseball. My son tried it for three seasons and he was so bad that the kids called him pancake now he wore it like a badge of honor because no matter how many mistakes they always cheered him on it's oh, a good team man. though it's pretty good so why why pancake it probably flopped a lot there that sounds go. like me in all fairness i could have got a nickname matt do you want to tell the story about the first time you saw me play slow pitch greg's if you've never seen him before he's like six four probably 220 decent shape he looks like an athlete goes up the bat and just absolutely whiffs on three straight pitches, <laughs> like big cuts. And he missed by about two feet every half. <laughs> Not only that, but I struck out four more times that game. At least you tried. I drank a lot of beer, too, which was fantastic. <laughs> didn't play great defense either, No, bud. I sure didn't. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We were talking a little bit this morning about the new trend with parents hiring coaches for their kids to get better at Fortnite. And you can vote on that on Instagram, whether you do that or not, on our Insta story. Mm -hmm. But as we were talking about that, we got thinking about those those things that you were signed up for as a kid. Your parents got you a coach or a teacher, and you just 
hated it. You quit after a week or two weeks. Lots of interesting ones here. This person says, I took band class because my mom wanted me to and I played the saxophone. Now, I actually love playing, but I hated being in the band. The band class sucked, so I quit, but I wish I still played the sax for fun. That's a cool How instrument to have, be? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I decided for band class that I wanted to play the clarinet. The only one you had to buy and you couldn't rent. Why did you do that? The clarinet's the coolest. And he was a ladies' man. That's right. Walking around with that clarinet was like, is he that sexy Check clarinet out my guy? <laughs> 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 okay, Robert says, I signed up for karate when I was seven and I could not stand it. Needless to say, I quit in a real hurry. You know what's funny? Hearing these makes me wish I did a lot more as a kid. Like, I wish I did karate class. I know, it's true. Like, we quit so soon, but think how sweet it'd be to be like a karate playing saxophone player. You would be there. <laughs> <laughs> Do I smell a sitcom? <laughs> Karate sacks on oh, CBS wow. new this fall. <laughs> Lots of baseball ones. Yes, I quit baseball. I hated it so much. I used to just make sand castles. <laughs> the coach finally told my dad maybe baseball wasn't for me. Matt, as a baseball coach, have you seen some sandcastle kids? Oh, there's plenty of sandcastle kids. But I blame the parents. What? Or the coaches. I blame everybody. <laughs> ba- baseball's so slow when you're younger. And right? when you're older. Yeah, mm, it gets better when you're older. But like the whole thing now is, if you're a coach, keep those kids moving. They'll love it. Don't worry about the baseball so much. Just keep them moving. Okay, <laughs> run around, do circles. Yeah. Seriously, you play games like throw a ball, fetch, whatever. Fetch, Give us a call. What did you quit as a kid, Allison? It wasn't so much me; it's my son. It's um, the piano lessons and outdoor soccer. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Those are the two of the big ones. So they how just long didn't did he stick. last? <laughs> Well, the outdoor stuff only lasted one summer, and uh, piano only took about eight months. But now he shreds on the guitar, right? Uh, no, he plays games. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> coach. yeah. there you go. I, I charge $15 an hour. Uh, well, he also reads, too, so. Oh, he can't help you with I that. can't read, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Time for your Sheets Head story of the day. Let's go to Florida. Always good Sheets Heads in Florida. <laughs> yeah. a, a quick sidebar. I, You know why Florida is always in the news for crazy stuff? Why? Because they have looser regulations on what goes out to the media. Oh, oh really? Oh. So there you, that's a big reason why Florida's crazy. Lots of other places are crazy. Just don't hear about it as well. Okay. Anyways, so a lady, her name is Jamie, decides, hmm, I'm going to steal myself an SUV. <laughs> and then... A police chase ensues. She gets out of the car in the middle of a farmer's field. This is where the sheet's head becomes a bit of a good news. She gets out. She's running. They can't find her. The helicopter's overhead uh, trying to pick her up. It's the middle of the night. And then they have those heat sensor cameras on oh, some of these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So I guess what would happen is they notice a, a herd of cows running. And this, the herd of cows just wouldn't stop running. And there's nobody around. So they're like, what's going on? And then they realized at just ahead of the herd of cows and the thermal imaging was this lady running from the cows. So they were chasing the lady. <laughs> yeah, the cows tipped off the cops where Jamie was, who stole the SUV. They just followed her around in the pasture the whole way, and you could see her like looking back at the cows, and then running and looking back. It was pretty hilarious. This is what we need more of. We need like I love canines, but what about K-cows? Oh, apparently. Well, cow cops. I want to think of a cow pun real quick, but none are coming to me. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, these are cow vigilantes. Don't worry. I'll milk the subject. <laughs> oh, there we go. What's the hit? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We are waiting on caller 10 right now at 780-421-1039 to try and win some Country Thunder tickets. Who's on the line? Diane. 
Diane, you're caller 10. Okay. <laughs> Are you working right now? No, just half waking up. Oh, oh okay. that, I knew it was one of the two. You're like, well, wake up from the deepest of slumbers and attend Matt's theater. You can't do that voice when people are still trying to wake up. Like I said, it's nightmare fuel. <laughs> it is nobler in the mind to listen to Kiss and Country. We get, we're getting texts that you sound more like Smeagol than somebody from Shakespearean era today. <laughs> Smeagol. I can't do the Smeagol. So, Diane, uh, I hope that you brushed up on your Shakespearean lyrics in the past couple of days because that's what you're going to do. Shakespearean lyrics for your Country Thunder tickets. Matt's changed around three songs from artists that you'll see at Country Thunder. You just got to get two out of three right to go to the big festival on the weekend, okay? Okay. Here is your first soliloquy. I gotta receiveth thy number, wench. I got to calleth thee up. I've gotta receiveth thy riding shotgun in mine own truck. This drama did bite thee, I did get. Taint various enow. Yeah, thy did give me all messed up. I have no Being idea. Brody? No, it's a Dirk Bentley track. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say the song title? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on from that Is one. It? What was it? What was I thinking? No. Oh. I already did that one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've picked new songs every day. Okay, <laughs> let's try again. What but was What it? was it? <laughs> 5150. Oh. Okay. Somebody Shoot. call the popo. That would have helped. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one, Eric Church. Oh. Well, no, I, I feel like we need a bit of a hint. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Slowing down and cars yawn when real fascinate. We were laughing and living, consuming and pondering, and be thinking as yon checkereth flag I know it. was waving. What do you think? Talladega? Yeah! <laughs> oh, it comes down to the wire with the last one. Should I say who sang this? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the trend now. Yeah, it's Tobieth Keithith. All right. Tobieth Keithith. At which hour the Cavalier smoketh settles will sign a victory tune. I know it. And we'll all meet at the backeth at the local saloon. We'll raiseth up our glasses against the forces evil. Whiskey for mine own men and beerist for my own beast. <laughs> It's beer for my horse. Yeah! yeah nicely you know, done. It's easy when we give you the artist and the song title is in the lyrics. That <laughs> I Matt changed it slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Diane, you're going to Country Thunder this weekend. Thank you so much. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It is the start of Fringe Festival today, which is exciting. And Matt was talking to us yesterday about his horrific experience in... The, how many plays were you ever in? Lots. I was a young thespian. Were you really? Oh, yeah. Big time. So was it the first play you screwed up or all the plays you this screwed is, up? Uh, this is grade three. Mm-hmm. And um, and you still remember? Everybody remembers. The bad, memories, bad memories of this kind of stuff burn into your brain. <laughs> oh, your great performances true. you'll forget, but the bad ones you'll always remember. It was pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, so we had this play, and I remember I had to try our audition, sorry, not try out for this part. <laughs> and it was the part of the pig. Oh. Yeah, and I had two lines, and the kid who uh, auditioned before me, he just said his lines and left, but I mixed in a, a belly rub <laughs> with my lines. <laughs> so teacher's like, you got the part. So I got the part. I knew my lines. I was super ready for the, the big day. Had my pig costume on. We get on stage. Just when I'm about to deliver my line, think I'm rolling up and I'm trying to hit my mark as us actors say and there's a chair there 
I hit the chair, and I also had this tray of, I don't know what was on it. The pig was eating for some reason, as pigs do. Yeah. And I fell and just yard sailed. <laughs> <laughs> Everything on my tray. And at where I went to school, the stage was pretty elevated. There was a probably, like, you know, five-foot drop. And I think half the stuff on the tray, like, spilled out <laughs> no. on the kindergartners in the front row. Was this opening night? It was only one. Could You know, like, back in school, every class had... A, a play to perform. Right, right, right. So this is our turn. So I did oh. this. I think I stopped myself with my chin. <laughs> like, uh, 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 uh. Then I got up and I still delivered my line and everybody laughed. And I think that was the first time, hmm, make fun of myself and people laugh. <laughs> so if you've ever had one of those school play experiences, good, bad, but you'll remember it forever. Texas at 103939 or call 780-421-1039. Jack, were you ever a thespian? Uh, yes, believe it or not. So I was in the school musical in yeah, grade you were. six. Because you your voice is I lovely. I got the lead. Oh, no! <laughs> I don't know what happened. However, I did get a hint of like maybe my voice isn't so great because I was singing my star song and my mom was recording and you can still see on the VHS tape to this day. Glass she, break? She kind of, yeah, she tilts the camera down <laughs> and, and you hear a, Oh. <laughs> Good supportive mother. Do you remember any of the lyrics of that song? You, I know you do. I know yes, 100% you, see, you do. Just a little yes, bit. Yes, I do. Can Jacob's, you get a little no, bit? No, I'm not, not singing not, it. We'll be quiet until you start singing. <laughs> this radio program will not move any further until we get a line. Trust me, nobody wants do, to hear me sing. Bit. It was about Snow White, and it was a girl that was growing up. <laughs> the first line was, I woke up yesterday morning. Feeling so reckless and young. It's so good. <laughs> Look how good that was. Just no more. I'm so embarrassed. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Matt had a pretty awful experience in his school play, but then again, so did you, Jack, and so did I, but mine was in college. Apparently, we all <laughs> screw up in our school play eventually. Yes, we do. And even if you haven't screwed up in it, if you did, it burns in your mind. You never, ever, ever forget it. Do you still have that tape of you singing that song? No. Yes, I do. Where is it? Oh, come and on. And when can we watch it? <laughs> never and never, ever, It would ever, be so ever. good. This person says, during a battle of the bands, one of the groups did a very authentic What's My Age Again by Blink-182. And if you haven't seen the video... They're not wearing much. There's <laughs> just socks, right? And the, no, that's no, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Oh. It's the lyrics of that song you really got to watch, watch out for. I bet you the principal <laughs> heard, heard that word. And, oh, no. <laughs> Needless to say, suspensions were handed out. But it's not just school plays where you can screw up. Sometimes it's just other stage moments. Yes, this wasn't in school, but I believe when I was 16, I was doing a singing contest back at West Edmonton Mall on the Red Stage. I was singing a Wade Hayes song saying, It's Over My Head, and I was using a corded mic. And while I was walking and singing, in the middle of the song, my boot stepped on the cord and pulled the mic way down. But according to the judges, I never skipped a beat or reacted to it. I thought I was going to blow it, but I kept it together. And for over 20 years of playing country music with my bands, it's not the first time that something like that has happened with a mic or a guitar. Uh, Rachel, poor Rachel, says, when I was 14, I was in a show about King Arthur. In the very last scene of the show, the kid playing King Arthur projectile vomited all over the stage. <laughs> what is it about the <laughs> stage that makes kids throw up well it's the nerves you think absolutely what? and then so rachel goes on to say after he passed out after he was done vomiting he passed out on stage our director rushed the stage carrying him backstage and we had to do our last fight scene complete with swords and shields in a massive puddle of vomit while the audience oh. watched in horror the show must go on 
on. That's, That's right. awful. When you're an actor, you just persevere. As Matt knows, as a thespian. As a thespian, let me tell you. Uh, Liz says, I was the narrator for my school play. I got mixed up with my words and ended up laughing hysterically on front of the stage. And I accidentally, as I was laughing, peed my pants in front of the entire audience. <laughs> the worst part was I tried to clean it up on stage by mopping it up with my socks. Oh. And I spread it all around the stage. We had to stop to play to get it all cleaned up. The pee shoe mop? That's a bad look. <laughs> oh, man. I will never forget I was in grade five. Remember? You peed your pants in grade five? No, hold on. It wasn't me. It was a guy in my class named Matt. And we had the class where you had Not to go me. write your name on the board before you went peed so the teacher would know who was in the bathroom. Oh, okay. So there weren't too many kids in the bathroom at once. And poor Matt waited too long. <sighs> Not you, Matt Bennion, And waited too long to go to the front. And as he was writing his name on the board, he started to pee. And then there was just a big trail of pee running Ooh. out of the classroom. And I felt so bad for the kid. If peeing your pants is cool. Consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. That's just great. We announced it at 8. He's coming back in November. Yes, November 8th and 9th to Casino Yellowhead. Tickets do go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m., but we do have the very first pair of tickets in the city, and congratulations to Tracy. She's won them this morning. You had our 103rd text through, but thinking of George Canyon, we were just chatting a little bit at uh, Big Valley Jamboree before he went on stage, and I was talking about the fact that I just got married, and he said, well, what are you doing with me, man? Like, why aren't you with your wife right now? What are you guys doing for your honeymoon? And I, So him and I were talking about how you know we were still planning our honeymoon, and he started telling me about his not-so-great honeymoon. Oh. And I'll tell you the story, but if you had a less-than-desirable honeymoon, I want to know. 780-421-1039. Is it the fact that you didn't go anywhere, you had to go like with your grandparents, or somebody got sick on the honeymoon? Ooh. I want to know what happened, because George was telling me that him and his wife, 20, they're celebrating 25 years in a couple of months. That's awesome. And he said, we're finally going to go on a proper honeymoon, because when we got married, he's like, we didn't. We took an RV, and we went to Saskatchewan, and I can't remember if it was with her parents or his parents, but he's like, it was not a honeymoon. It was basically just like a weekend getaway with our family, which is not honeymoon at oh. all. Which sounds romantic, doesn't it? Should I do that with uh, my no. wife, Sam? Hard to get the alone time that's necessary for a honeymoon. I guess so. Do you guys mind going to the store for a second? We're just yeah. going to hang back in the train. <laughs> like two, oh, three minutes. All I need. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Everywhere you look right now on social media, if you're watching Global News, they're talking about it right now. Everybody's talking about the just a horrible loss to our music community. Yeah, huge loss. The undisputed queen of soul, Aretha Franklin, passed away today at the age of 76. They are saying that it was advanced pancreatic cancer. She passed away in her home. And I don't think there is a soul on this planet that does not know the words to respect. And we have to do this. We'll miss you. Thank you for all of the... Uh, incredible oh. music, incredible memories that we Legendary. have. Thank you to, to the music and your art that you shared with us, and we'll miss you.
for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.